This is a Note to Self podcast. My name is Chloe. I am an entrepreneur, an author, a mother, and a spiritualist. Join me as we go on a journey of self-love, relationships, and spirituality. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a Note to Self podcast with Chloe. Um so happy. I'm so excited today. Yesterday I actually posted everything on Facebook to let you guys know <clears throat> what was to come and so much love, so much appreciation happened for me yesterday and I am just so full today and so inspired to keep going. So if you're listening to this podcast, I really do appreciate you. Um Now, back to the topic at hand today. Today, we are talking about reconditioning the mind to receive real love. That is what our topic is today. Reconditioning, reprogramming um, our minds to be able to receive true love. Um, And by true love, I don't mean just romantic love. I mean being able to receive healthy love, healthy encounters with love. Um, A lot of times we uh, see love or view love or respond to ideas of love um, based on trauma or things that we have been through in our life um, that can stop or skew our perspective of what love is. Now, granted, there are different types of love. You know, there's a love between a mother and a child. It's romantic love. There's love between friends. There's love between family. Um, But what I mean by reconditioning or reprogramming Programming our mind to receive love is basically just that, to be able to flow in different love areas of your life and be able to receive it in a healthy, um, successful, productive, and deep manner, okay? Um, I know for me, I wanted to talk about that, um, the trauma of how trauma can stop you from receiving love. I know in my personal life, um, I always was in, it seemed like I was always in relationships where love somehow equated to pain and abandonment to me. Um, If I loved you, I would immediately be afraid that you would leave, you know. And this trickled into my family life as well because my mom and dad were divorced when I was younger. So that led to feelings of abandonment for me and I didn't realize it until I got older in unhealthy relationships. And um, the reason why this topic came up again for me now is now that I'm a mother with a two-year-old, I am learning how to love all over again in a different light, in a different way, and it is really healing and challenging me. And I wanted to, you know, share that with you guys. Um, So, Back to trauma can stop you from receiving love. Yes, it can. Um, It can make you question yourself. It can make you doubt yourself. It can make you doubt your worth. It can make you um, suspicious and paranoid because it's almost like we put up a wall or a barrier that 
or when we when we were young and you touch the stove and you realize it's hot and you know not to touch it again it's almost like heartbreak does the same thing to us like oh I loved like that before oh maybe I shouldn't do that again but because it hurt not realizing that it's not the way we love that's broken it's who we love that may have been broken that created that traumatic experience but that's a whole nother subject um so I wanted to talk about that part um acknowledging those trauma triggers acknowledging where does that um how does that create a barrier for you also um getting down to the preconceived notions um have cre- what we have created about love, preconceived notions or ideas that we have created about love. What are the roots? And as I said before, um, it's almost like when I loved before and it hurt, I don't want to do that again, so I create a barrier or a um, blockage for myself so that I don't move forward. Um, and I challenge you today in this podcast to take control of your imagination. A lot of those uh, triggers and a lot of those um, traumatic experiences, they happened. I, I believe that. They happened. But I also believe that we have a really bad habit of romanticizing and um, almost victimizing ourself in our imagination. And so even though it may have been a situation where you touched the stove and it was hot, you know, as you continue to think on it and ponder on it and put energy towards it, now all of a sudden, you know, you were at the edge of a volcano and lava dropped on your hand and it was steaming. Like, it's literally, I know that's so exaggerated, but we tend to exaggerate our trauma just like that in our mind. Um, So we have to take control of our imagination especially if you want to be able to receive and give love in a healthy positive way you have to take control of your imagination and quiet and subdue those thoughts because if you keep operating from that place of trauma you'll never be able to be in a healthy mind frame which then impacts your emotional stability to receive healthy love okay so Take back your imagination. We create from our imagination. We manifest from our imagination. We see it. We visualize it. We hold it. We talked about this in our manifestation podcast. This is where it comes from. But guess what? It can work on both sides for good or for evil. Um, And evil per se in a negative context. You can either free yourself or block yourself from receiving. It's always your choice. So take back. Take control of your imagination. Take control of what you create. Change the narrative of what love looks like to you. Change the narrative of what you have defined love to be, okay? Um, And that's our next point that we're going to talk about, redefining how we receive love. I wanted to talk about something from my book, Single with Hope. Um, A Journey of Self-Worth and Realization. If you haven't gotten this book, it's available on Amazon. Um, So definitely reach out and get it. But in this excerpt, I say, if you find yourself unbalanced in your demonstration of love, then you should question your definition of love. Love takes practice. The more you practice, the greater your ability to love. The more you give, the more you become. What is your definition of love? And I wanted to talk about that because for me, um, 
easing into this experience of motherhood and um, exploring my now two-year-old son. He's so wonderful, but he is teaching me something, and I'll give you an example. My son is very affectionate. He always, you know, mommy, give me kids, mommy, or he'll grab my face and just look at me, or he'll want to rub my arm, rub my belly, rub, you know, just be affectionate with me, and, you know, for a long time, it would make me cringe, to be honest, because I had never experienced a love like that where, number one, you're affectionate without having a requirement of me, okay? So what I mean by that, I, I only felt like that type of affection in a romantic relationship, and it was always a precursor to, oh, let's have sex, or oh, let's, it's always some type of requirement that came after it. It was never just a... um authentic just an admiration of who I am and my son looks at me with that just that pure admiration of I'm just so happy you're my mother and it took me a long time to accept that because for a long time I had never experienced I've never experienced that type of love without requirement or without um condition or without um you know, expectation. It's just, I love you. I genuinely admire you. You are the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I want to be affectionate and loving towards you. And wow, did that blow my mind. <laughs> that really blew my mind. And it made me think, wow, what if we applied that type of intensity and pureness to everything and everyone that we love in our life not just a mother and a son but family and our friends and the way we love ourselves most importantly what if we applied that you know um so I started with doing a couple of points and I'm going to share them with you um first thing learn to take a compliment this was so hard for me oh my god Y'all, if any anybody really, really knows me, I'm telling you, like, you tell me I look nice, and I'm like, oh, well, running down the list of how that's not true, or, yeah, I look all right, this, you know, this could be better, that could be better, downplaying yourself. Listen, baby girl, learn to take the compliment. Learn to take the compliment. See people, see you the way other people may see you. That could change your whole perspective, your whole day. Learn to take the compliment. Don't bash yourself. You see what I'm saying? Don't bash yourself because somebody says you're worthy and you say, no, I'm not. I'm not worth it. How rude. How dare you cut off the blessing that God may be sending you that day? So that was a really big thing for me. And um, I wanted to share an example of this. This is kind of like an example of romantic love, but Songs of Solomon, honey. If you want to learn how to take a compliment, if you want to learn how to um, receive all those sweet nothings, Songs of Solomon will teach you. It will teach you. But I'm going to read this a little bit. It says, Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for your love is more delightful than wine. Pleasing is the fragrance of your perfumes. Your name is like perfume poured out. No wonder the maidens love you. Take me away with you. Let us hurry. Let the king bring me into his chambers. Like, I just, I read that and I was like, oh my God. 
Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for your love is more delightful than wine. Like, if that is not an example of a compliment, I don't know what is. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start talking to myself like that. Like, girl, that melanin is glowing. You just as chocolate as you want to be today, honey. And it's looking like a whole Hershey, like, just pouring it out. And it seems like it's so ridiculous to do. But let me tell you something. You will start to believe it. And that energy, you feel it. It transfers back to you. But I'm not going to go on my tangent. But yes, if you want to learn how to take a compliment, read Songs of Solomon. It will encourage you. But that's the first step. Learn learn that. Accept who you are. Accept that you may not see you the way other people see you. But guess what? They may see you as a goddess and you might need to step your vibration up on how you see yourself. Okay? Okay. The next part, be open to affection that does not require action. Yes, this is what I was talking about, about being open to receive, but not always in a place of what do I have to do or what's obligated or um, being defensive where it's like, oh, you're only doing this because you want something from me. Um, and recognize if you're loving that way, recognize if you're loving other people that way, are you affectionate and loving and kind and long suffering because you want them to do that to you? Or are you being that way because you're genuinely operating from that place and being pure in your intention? I think we always, all of us need to check our intention when it comes to love. Okay. Lastly, be consistent in the way you demonstrate your love with yourself and with others. And that's another thing. Um, a lot of people, I know we're in a world where everything is romanticized and everybody wants to be in love with the one and have all of this going on. But I do challenge you to, before you jump or desire that, or uh, jump into a relationship or maybe re-examine the relationship that you're in, whether it's healthy or not healthy, I would encourage you or maybe ask you to consider what type of friend are you? What type of uh, daughter are you? What type of family member are you? Before you are requiring or desiring this deep, deep, deep romantic love, the Bible says Does, do, not awake, do not awaken love if you're not ready. Don't awaken it if you're not ready. And I challenge you, if you're not a consistent friend, if you're not the reliable friend, if you're not um, the one that can be honest type of friend with yourself and with the people close to you that does not have the veil or the weight of a romantic relationship, then maybe you should start there before you start desiring being connected and um, in this committed forum with someone else because that is a ministry that is a that is a whole nother world to be divinely connected and live your life in connection with someone and on a romantic level so if you want to practice practice being a good friend practice being a good daughter practice loving yourself completely with positive intention without um requirements without um stipulation and be consistent with it recondition your mind recondition your mind for love recondition your mind to receive real authentic genuine love 
and be consistent with it and live there and practice it in every relationship, every love type in your life, not just romantic. So I say all that to say thank you for stopping by. Um, Until next time, guys.